Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. The Lord has had me up, okay? I'm going to explain this kind of sleep I had. Last night, I was like, I'm going to bed early, okay? Two o'clock is early to me. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to bed early. So I got, the, the kids already was ready for bed. We we laying down or whatever. And um, I go to sleep like around like two something. I remember looking at the clock, it was like two something. But the sleep I was in, fam, was the Lord talking to me. I was sleeping, but the Lord was just speaking to me. It was so beautiful. Like, I was on a walk with Jesus in my sleep. I promise you. I'm telling you the truth. And the Lord, you know, he talked about things that was personal to me. Like, um, about promises he has promised me. But also, for his children. So, all right. I went, that was like two five o'clock I um I had like basically woke up but it's like when the Lord speaks to me when I'm asleep it kind of felt like I was awake but I was sleeping but I you know I woke up we could say it like that but I know the Lord was speaking and I just began to um he had led me to certain people's videos that um I that I know the Lord speaks to them and it was just he was just confirming things he was saying to me and my sister has sent me a video of this man talking about the month of September. And even I have looked at uh, certain videos with people talking about September. But I was just like to the Lord when he was speaking. I'm like, Lord, like, I don't want to be a person that's just following that for everybody else. Like, oh, everybody just saying that word. But no, he told me you're going to be a testify. You're going to testify and you're going to be a witness to what they are saying. You are only confirming more so that my word is true, that what they're saying is true. And he led me back to the video, the, the podcast I made called Occupy the Land. It's not Occupy the Land. I believe that's the name of it. And the Lord was just speaking. So let's first go to um, Deuteronomy. Hold on, my, my, okay, there we go. Deuteronomy. Hold on, I don't know if I need that. Let's go to Deuteronomy 30. And let's go down to verse. Uh, no, 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 no. Verse. Hold on. It has to be right here. Hold on, <laughs> it's, it's still early. Because the Lord is like 6 something in the morning, fam. But the Lord is speaking. And I'm going to go tell what my father told me to tell. In the name of Jesus. Okay. It's Deuteronomy 31. I'm sorry, fam. So let's go down to verse 9. And it says, so Moses wrote this entire body of instructions in a book and gave it to the priest who carried the Ark of the Lord's Covenant and to the elders of Israel. Then Moses gave them this command at the end of every seventh year, the year of release during the festival of shelters. You must read this book of instructions to all the people of Israel when they assemble before the Lord, your God, at the place he chooses. Okay, but the part that stuck out to me, right, is the year of release. Ha, listen, glory be to God, he is so good. The year of release. So when I looked up the year of release, right, when I looked up when the year of release is, it starts September 7th, 2021, and I believe it's till September 26th of 2022. But it also gave me scripture because, you know, it came with receipts today. So let's go to Deuteronomy 15. And it's, oh, God is so good. Because last night, I personally, in my personal time, I was asking the Lord, you know, um, I like, Lord, give me a word. Because I was, it was just some stuff going on between me and the Lord. I'm like, Lord, give me a word. And he had gave this to me, which only more confirmed it more when I seen it on Google. I was like, the Lord is speaking. So it says Deuteronomy 15. And the Lord is telling me he's canceling debt in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, 
I'm telling you, people reap and harvest that they've sown in the name of Jesus. And that's why it's so important. Don't use God as a genie. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, use God because he's releasing dead. But no, the ones that seek him with pure hearts, with pure intentions, you are getting ready to reap a harvest. I received this for myself. We are getting ready to to reap harvests that are even out of our, like we can't even... Think of the things that the Lord is about to do in our life. We can't even fathom them humanly. So let's read this. At the time of every seventh year, you must cancel the debts of everyone who owes you money. This is how it must be done. Everyone must cancel the loans they have made to their fellow Israelites. They must not demand payment from their neighbors or relatives for the Lord's time of release has arrived. Who glory be to God. This you see how it says the Lord's time of release has arrived. This release from debt, however, applies only to your fellow Israelites, not to the foreigners living among you. There should be no poor among you for the Lord, your God will grant bless you in the land he is giving you as a special possession you will receive this blessing if you are careful to obey all the commands of the lord your god that i am giving you today the lord your god will bless you as he has promised you will lend money to many nations but but never need to borrow you will rule many nations but they will not rule over you but if there are many poor israelites in your towns when you arrive in the land the lord your god is giving you Do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted towards them. Instead, be generous and lend them whatever they need. Do not be mean-spirited and refuse someone a loan because the year of canceling debt is close at hand. If you refuse to make the loan and the needy person cries out to the Lord, you will be considered guilty of sin. Give generously to the poor, not grudgingly, for the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. There There will always be some in the land who are poor this is why i com- i am commanding you to share freely with the poor with other israelites in need hallelujah if a fellow hebrew sells himself or herself to you to be your servant and serves you for six years in the seventh year you must set the servant free didn't jesus come to set you free hallelujah he said i no longer call you slaves hallelujah because a master doesn't confide in these slaves he said now i call your friends did jesus not say that did he not say who the son says free is truly free when you release a male servant do not send him away empty-handed hold on fan let me turn off my um my uh alarm because it's about to go off okay we good we back at it um let's go back up back down when you release a male servant do not send him away empty-handed give him a generous farewell gift from your flock your threshing floor and your wine press share with him some of the bounty which the with which the lord your god has blessed you remember that you were once slaves in the land of egypt and the lord your god redeemed you this is why i'm giving you this command but suppose your servant says i will not leave you because he loves you and your family and he has done well with you in that case take an owl and push it through his earlobe into the door into the door after that he will be your servant for life and do the same for your female servants you must you must not consider it a hardship when you release your servants remember that for six years they have given you service worth double the wages of hired workers and the lord your god will bless you in all that you do Hallelujah. And then it says, you must set aside for the Lord your God the firstborn males from your flocks and herds. Do not use the firstborn of your herds to work your fields and do not smear the firstborn of your flocks. Instead, you and your family must eat these animals in the presence of the Lord your God each year at the place he chooses. But if this firstborn animal has defect such as lameness or blindness or if anything else is wrong with you you must not sacrifice it to the lord your god instead use it for for food for your family in your hometown anyone whether ceremony clean or unclean may eat it just as anyone may eat a gazelle or deer but you must not consume the blood you must pour it out on the ground like water hallelujah 
The Lord is forgiving debts in the name of Jesus. He is setting captives free in the name of Jesus. That's why he has been saying, come to me with your heart pure. Come seek me while you still have time. That is what the sovereign Lord has been speaking. Because listen, it's the year of release. Hallelujah. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 25 in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. See, that's why people be trying to say like, you know, the Old Testament ain't important. The Old Testament is woke. Okay. Because the Old Testament have you woke out here in these spiritual streets. That's why you can't count it out. The Sabbath year. Glory be to God. I'm trying to calm down because it's early in the morning. But glory be to God. While Moses was on Mount Sinai, the Lord said to him, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you have entered the land, I am giving you. The land itself must observe a Sabbath rest before the Lord every seventh year. For six years, you may plant your fields and prune your vineyards and harvest your crops. But during the seventh year, the land must have a Sabbath year of complete rest. It is the Lord's Sabbath. Do not plant your fields or prune your vineyards during that year. You don't and don't store away the crops that grow on their own or gather the grapes from your unpruned vines. The land must have a year of complete rest, but you may eat whatever the land produces on its own during its Sabbath. Hallelujah. This applies to you, your male and female servants you hired. Your hired workers and the temporary residents who live with you, your livestock and wild animals in your land will also be allowed to eat what the land produces. Oh, the year of Jubilee. Glory be to God. In addition, you must count off seven, seven Sabbath years, seven sets of seven years, adding up to 49 years in all, then all the day of atonement in the 15th year, blow the ram's horn loud and long throughout the land set this year apart as holy a time to proclaim freedom throughout the land for all who who live there it will be a jubilee year for you when each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors and return to your own clan the 15th year will be a jubilee year for you during that year you must not plant your fields or store away any of the crops that grow on their own and don't gather the grapes from your unpruned vines it will be a jubilee year for you and you must keep it holy but you may eat whatever the land produces on its own in the year of jubilee each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors when you make an agreement with your neighbor to buy or sell property you must not take advantage of each other when you buy land from your neighbor the price you pay must be based on the number of years since the last jubilee the seller must set the price by taking into account the number of seven years remaining until the next year of jubilee the more years until the next jubilee the higher the price the fewer years the lower the price after all the person selling the land is actually selling you a certain number of harvest show you show you your fear of god by not taking advantage of each other i am the lord your god if you want to live securely in the land, follow my decrees and obey my regulations. Then the land will yield crops and you will eat your fill and live securely in it. Hallelujah. But you might ask, what will we eat during the seventh years since we are not allowed to plant or harvest crops that year? Be assured that I will send my blessing for you in the sixth year so that the land will produce a crop large enough for three years. When you plant your fields in the eighth year, you will be still eating from the large crops of the sixth of the sixth year. In fact, you will still be eating from the large crop when the new crop is harvested in the ninth year. Glory be to God. When he tell you he giving you double portion, he not playing with his double portion. He's not playing. The land must never be sold on a permanent basis for the land belongs to me. You are only foreigners and tenant farmers working for me. With every purchase of the land, you must grant the seller the right to buy it back if one of your fellow israelites fall into poverty and is forced to sell some family land then a close relative should buy it back for him if there is no close relative to buy the land but the person who sold it gets enough money to buy it back he then has the right to redeem it for from the one who brought it the price of the land will be discounted according to the number of years until the next year of jubilee in this in this way the original owner can 
then return to the land. But if the owner, original owner cannot afford to buy back the land, it will remain with the new owner until the next year of Jubilee. In the Jubilee year, the land must be returned to the original owners so they can return to their family land. Anyone who sells a house inside a walled town has the right to buy it back for a full year after its sale. During the year, the seller retains the right to buy it back. But if it is not brought back within a year, the sale of the house within the walled town cannot be reversed it will become the permanent property of the buyer it will be returned to the original owner in the year of jubilee but a house in a village a settlement without fortified walls excuse me will be treated like property in the countryside such a house may be brought back at a time and it must be returned to the original owner in the jubilee year the levites always have the right to buy back a house they have sold within the town's allotted time and any property that is sold by the Levites, all the houses within the Levitical town must be returned in the year of Jubilee. After all, the houses in the towns reserved for the Levites are the only property they own in all Israel. The open pasture land around the Levitical towns may never be sold. It is under permanent possession. Listen, the Lord is making promises today. Let's keep going. If you, if one of your fellow Israelites falls into poverty and cannot support themselves, support him as you would a foreigner or a temporary resident and allow him to live with you. Do not charge interest or make a profit at his expense. Instead, show your fear of God by letting him live with you as your relative. Remember, do not charge interest on money you lend him or make a profit on food you sell him. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan to be your God. If you if if one of your fellow Israelites falls into poverty and is forced to sell himself to you, do not treat him as a slave. Treat him instead as a hired worker or as a temporary resident who lives with you and he will serve you only until the year of Jubilee. At that time, he and his children will no longer be obligated to you and they will return to their clans and go back to the land originally allotted to their ancestors. The people of Israel are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt, so they must never be sold as slaves. Show you fear, show your fear of God by not treating them harshly. However, you may purchase male and female slaves from among the nations around you. You may also purchase the children of temporary residents who live among you, including those who have been born in, the, in your land. You may treat them as your property, passing them on to your children as a permanent inheritance. You may treat them as slaves, but you must never treat your fellow Israelite this way. Suppose a foreigner or a temporary resident becomes rich while living among you. If any of your fellow Israelites fall into poverty or are forced to sell themselves to such a foreigner or to the member of his family, they still retain the right to be brought back even after they have been purchased. They may be brought back by brother and uncle or in cousin. In fact, Anyone from the extended family may buy them back. They may also redeem themselves if they have prospered. They will negotiate the price of their freedom with the person who bought them. The price will be based on the number of years from the time they were sold until the next year of Jubilee. Whatever it will cost to hire a worker for that period of time, if many years still remain until the Jubilee, they will repay the proper portion of what they received when they sold themselves. If only a few years remain until the year of Jubilee, they will repay a small amount of their redemption. The foreigner must treat them as workers hired on a yearly basis. You must not allow a foreigner to treat any of you of your fellow Israelites harshly, if any Israelite have not been brought back by the time the year of Jubilee arrives, they and their children must be set free at that time. For the people of Israel belong to me. They are my servants who I have brought out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Family. So when you have been hearing people, because a lot of y'all might be listening to us like different voices and people that are being used by God. And when I telling you that prosperity is coming, prosperity is coming because this is the year of release in the name of Jesus. This is the seventh year by the power of God. This is Jubilee. I'm telling you the truth. Go look it up for yourself. Do the research yourself. We are in a year of Jubilee in the name of Jesus and you will reap the harvest that you have sown into the land. Hallelujah. If you have sown wickedness into the land, you shall reap wickedness. If you have sold um, sold good into the land, you shall reap a good harvest. That is that's it, and that's all. That is it, and that's all. Let's go to Deuteronomy. 
Now let's go to Josh, now let's go to Deuteronomy chapter six, verse eleven, real quick. His family, listen, the Lord is speaking today. Who? Okay. Okay. Now let's start at verse ten. The Lord your God will soon bring you into the land he swore to give you when he made a vow to your ancestor, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is a land with large, prosperous cities that you did not build. The houses will be richly stocked with goods you did not produce. You will draw water from sinisters you did not dig, and you will eat from vineyards and olive trees you did not plant. When you have eaten your fill in this land, be careful not to forget the Lord who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. You must Fear the Lord your God and serve him. When you take an oath, you must use only his name. Glory be to God. Listen, he, we are going into the land flowing with milk and honey. We are going to live in houses that we did not build in the name of Jesus. We are going to enjoy good crops that we did not plant in the name of Jesus. We are, I'm telling you, we are entered into the promised land. And when you begin to eat of these fruits, the reason why he's giving you the land and you haven't did anything, you're getting to live in houses you did not build in the name of Jesus. When when you're beginning to um what it say what else to say eat from vineyards and olive trees you did not plant the lord is doing that to show you that he is god in the name of jesus you will be able to say only god has done this in the name of jesus hallelujah that's why it's the year of sabbath in the name of jesus because you're resting if you're resting you ain't gonna be able to say i did it you only gonna be able to give glory back to god in the name of jesus and don't you forget him in the name of jesus when the time comes for you to reap the harvest. Don't you forget him in the name of Jesus. I tell you the truth. Let's go to Joshua 24. Hallelujah. And let's go to verse 13. And it says. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's go to verse 12. And I sent Terah ahead of you to drive out the two kings of the Amorites. It was not your swords or bows that brought you victory. I gave you land you had not worked on and I gave you towns you did not build. The towns where you now where you are now living. I gave you vineyards and olive groves for food though you did not plant them. So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worship when they lived beyond the Euphrates River in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then you choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the lowercase g gods of your ancestors your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates River? Or will you be or will it be the gods of the Amorites in those, whose lands you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. That's one of my favorite Bible verses. I got that verse over top of my fan over top of my um TV. As for me and my house, we're gonna serve the Lord, okay? In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go to um Let's go to Genesis 26 because I'm telling you, the Lord is moving mightily. Do not use him as a genie, but he is getting ready to show up and show out in your life. Hallelujah. He's showing up and he's showing out regardless of what your harvest is. If your harvest is wicked, he's showing up and showing out. If your harvest is good, he's showing up and he's showing out. In the name of Jesus, I just pray that you are on the good side of the Lord. I pray that you don't have to experience the wrath of God. In the name of Jesus, let's go down to verse um 12 real, real quick, real quick, but not that quick. But listen, when Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he had planted for the Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man and his wealth continued to grow. Let's just stop right there. Let's just stop right there. And that is what the Lord is getting ready to do in his children's lives. You are getting ready to harvest a hundred times more grain than you have planted. Hallelujah. And it's going to be nothing but the power of God today. He is speaking increase today. He is saying abundance today. Hallelujah. We are walking into the year of release in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go to Ezekiel 20. 
Glory be to God. Whoo, family, because he is speaking. He is speaking. God's words is so alive. They're so alive. Just how the scriptures can just jump out and it begins to speak to you. If you be quiet sometimes and when you read the scriptures, you will hear the Lord's voice just jumping out and speaking to you. Hallelujah. I'm telling you the truth. Let's go down to verse 26. Mm-hmm. We're going down to verse 26. And that says, no, let's start at verse uh, 25. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The people of Israel will again live in their own land. The land I gave my servant Jacob for I will gather them from distant lands where I have scattered them. I will reveal to the nations of the world, my holiness among my people. They will live safely in Israel and build homes and plant vineyards. And when I punish the neighboring nations that treated them with contempt, they will know that I am the Lord their God. Hallelujah. You remember when we were just reading, it was, it was, uh, I don't remember if it was Deuteronomy or Leviticus, when he said that we still going to be eating off the harvest of the sixth year, when the ninth year come, we're going to be planting from the harvest from that one in the name of Jesus, because it's about to be just overflow. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Don't you forget him. I'm telling you when the Lord was giving me this word this morning, I broke down and cried family because I was like, Lord, I know you moving. I know abundance and overflow is coming Lord, but I can't afford to lose you. Don't let all the things that's getting ready to change in my life. Don't let it, don't allow me to allow it to make me blind of you to forget you. Cause I can't afford to lose you. I can have everything. I can reap this harvest, Lord. But if I lose you, what do I have? What do I have if I lose you? In the name of Jesus, I have nothing. If I lose Jesus, I have nothing. Who glory be to God. And that's the attitude you got to have. Let's go to Zephaniah. Yep, Zephaniah. Not Zechariah. Zephaniah. Okay. In the name of Jesus. Let's go to chapter 1. I ain't going to tell y'all the verse yet because <laughs> y'all know y'all sis be like, wait a minute, hold up. All right, let's, 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 let's start at verse two because this is the double-edged sword because people, because, you know, people hear a prosperity, but your heart might not be pure for prosperity. You might be getting a, a, a not a prosperous heart. Your heart is going to be prosperous, but it's not going to be the prosperity you looking for. So let me just show the, t- this is a double-edged sword. It says, I will sweep away everything from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will sweep away people and animals alike. I will sweep away birds of the sky and fish in the sea. I will reduce the wicked to heaps of rubble and I will wipe the humanity from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will crush Judah and Jerusalem with my fist and destroy destroy every last trace of Baal worship. I will put an end to all the idolatrous priests so that even the memory of them will disappear for they will go up to their roofs and bow down to the sun moon and stars they claim to follow the lord but they worship molech too and i will destroy those who used to who used to worship me but no now no longer do they will no longer ask for the lord's guidance or seek my blessings stand in silence in the presence of the sovereign lord for the awesome day of the lord's judgment is near the lord has prepared his people for a great slaughter and he has chosen their executioners on that day of judgment says the lord i will punish the leaders and priests of judah and all those following pagan customs yes i will punish those who participate in pagan worship and ceremony and those who fill their master's houses with violence and deceit. On that day, says the Lord, a cry of alarm will come from the fish gate and echo throughout the new quarter of the city. And a great crash will, will sound from the hills. Well and sorrow all you who live in the market area for all the merchants and traders will be destroyed. I will search with lanterns in Jerusalem's darkest corners to punish those who sit complacent in their sins. They will think... They will think the Lord will do nothing to them, either bad or good. So their property will be plundered. Their homes will be ransacked. They will build new homes, but never live in them. They will plant vineyards, but never drink from wine from them. 
The terrible day of the Lord is near. Swiftly it comes. A day of bitter tears. A day when even strong men will cry out. It will be a day when the Lord's anger is poured out. A day of terrible distress and anguish. A day of ruin and desolation. A day of darkness and gloom. A day of clouds and blackness. A day of trumpet calls and battle cries. Down go the walled cities and the strongest battlements because you have sinned against the Lord. I will make you grope around like the blind. Your blood will be poured into the dust and your bodies will lie rotten on the ground. Your silver and gold will not save you on the day of the Lord's anger for the whole land will be devoured by the fire of his jealousy. He will make every he will make a terrifying end of all the people on the earth. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Y'all better stop playing with him. That's what I be trying to say. Stop playing with the Lord. He don't be playing. He he don't be playing. You see where he says swiftly? Swiftly just happens. It just happens. You know, you hearing, you're hearing that, that um, a lot, you, a lot of people are hearing September's word. And that is so, so like September is the year of release. Go look it up. Go look up the, the it's, it's, I think it's called the Shemit, the Shemit, the Shemit. The year of Shemit, or you can look up the year of Jewelably, or you can look up the year of release, and it starts September 7th, 2021. Now, I'm not saying, oh, exactly on September 7th, 2021, because only the Lord knows when he's making that swift move. But I'm telling you, September starts the year of Jubilee in the name of Jesus. September starts the year of release. Hallelujah. And this is going to be a mighty year in the name of Jesus. Let's go to Isaiah 37. Hallelujah. Let's go down to verse 30. Oh, because he giving a word. Hold on. All right, let's go to verse 26. But have you not heard? I decided this long ago. Long ago, I planned it, and now I am making it happen. I plan for you to crush fortified cities into heaps of rubble. That is why their people have so little power and are so frightened and confused. They are as weak as grass, as easily trampled as tender green shoots. They are like grass sprouting on a housetop, scorched before it can grow lush and tall. But I know you well where you stay and when and when you come and go. I know the way you have raged against me and because of your raging against me and your arrogance, which I have heard for myself, I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth. I will make you return by the same road on which you came. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiel, here is the proof that what I say is true. This year you will eat only what grows up by itself and the next year you will eat what springs up from that but the third year you will plant crops and harvest them and you will tend vineyards eat their fruit and you are who are left in judah who have escaped the ravages of the siege will put roots down in your own soil and grow up the flourish for a remnant of my people will spread out from jerusalem a group of survivors from mount zion the passion the passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. And this is what the Lord says about the king of Assyria. Hold on, y'all. His armies will not enter Jerusalem. They will not even shoot an arrow at it. They will not march outside his gates their shields nor build brinks on the earth against his walls the king will return to his own country by the same way on which he came he will not enter the city says the lord for my own honor and for the sake of my servant david i will defend the city and protect it that night the angel of the lord went out to the assyrian camp and killed 185,000 assyrian soldiers when the, the surviving assyrians woke up the next morning they found corpse everywhere the king uh, i don't even i'm gonna try to fool with that word job of assyrian broke camp and turned to the to his own land he went home to his own capital of Nineveh and stayed there one day while he was worshiping in the temple of his god Nisrosh his sons his two sons killed with them killed him with their sword they then escaped to the land of Iraq and another son Ershadon became the next king of Assyria 
the Lord, listen, and that's just showing you furthermore that the Lord he's just moving swiftly his judgment is coming swiftly because people think that he's playing people thinking that that, um that he has left his people he has abandoned us like people want to be saying oh where's your guy now he's about to show up and show out my guy's been here in the name of jesus because listen he is passionate about his children in the name of jesus he is passionate about his flock so when you do it to do stuff to his children you're only doing stuff to him so what he's doing is he's granting people grace and he's granting them mercy to repent because he doesn't want to destroy the wicked but then it's just enough is enough he just be had enough is enough in the name of jesus he that's what he be saying enough is enough hallelujah okay we make a good time i was checking the time let's go to isaiah 65 And it says, the Lord says, on the top of it says, judgment and final salvation. The Lord says, I was ready to respond, but no one asked for help. I was ready to be found, but no one was looking for me. I said, here I am, here I am to the nations that did not call on my name. All day long, I opened my arms to a rebellious people, but they followed their own evil paths and their own crooked schemes. All day long, they insulted me to my face by worshiping idols in their sacred gardens. They burn incense on the pagan altars. At night, they go out and among the graves, among the graves, worshiping the dead. They eat the flesh of pigs and make stews from the other forbidden foods. Yet they say to each other, don't come too close or you will defile me. I am holier than you. These people are a stench in my nostrils, an acrid smell that never goes away. Look, my decree is written out in front of me. I will not stand silent. I will repay them in full. Yes, I will repay them both for their own sins and for those of their ancestors, says the Lord. For they also burn incense on the mountains and assaulted me on the hills. I will pay them back in full. Hallelujah. You see how this is the year of release. And he's saying, I will repay them back in full in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But I will not destroy them at all. But I will not destroy them all, says the Lord. For just as good grapes are found among a cluster of bad ones, and someone will say, don't throw them all away. Some of the grapes are good. So I will not destroy all Israel, for I have true servants there. I will preserve a remnant of people of Israel and of Judah to possess my land. Those I choose will inherit it and my servant will live there. The plan, the plan of Sharon will again be filled with flocks for my people who have searched for me and the Valley of Acre will be placed to pasture herds. But because the rest of you have forsaken the Lord and have forgotten his temple and because you have prepared feasts to honor the good, the the God of faith and have offered mixed wine to the God of destiny. Now I will destine you for the sword. See the Lord, I read (laughs) the Lord. Listen, bars that I will destine you for the sword. (laughs) The Lord is listen. God is so like, have a conversation with your father because he, He's so real. He said, wait, he said, because you have prepared feast to honor the God of faith and you have offered mixed wine to the God of destiny. Now I will destine you for the sword. Yo, <laughs> I get my personality from my father. All of you will bow down before the executioner. From what I, Lord, I'm not, Father, I am not mocking you. I do not want your wrath. I'm just saying, you know, Lord, you are just, you know my heart. I don't even got to explain. You know my heart. That was just a bar. For when I called you, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. You deliberately sinned before my very eyes and you chose to do what you know I despise. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My servant will eat, but you will starve. My servant will drink, but you will be thirsty. My servant will rejoice, but you will be sad and ashamed. My servant will sing for joy, but you will cry in sorrow and despair. Your name will be a curse word among my people. For the sovereign Lord will destroy you and will call his true servants by another name all who invoke a blessing or take an oath will do so by the god of truth for i will put aside my anger and forget the evil the evil of earlier days 
Look, I am creating a new heavens and a new earth, and no one will even think about the old ones anymore. Be glad and rejoice forever in my creation. And look, I will create Jerusalem as a place of happiness. Her people will be a source of joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and delight in my people, and the sound of weeping and crying will be heard in it no more. No longer will babies die when only a few days old. No longer will adults die before they have lived a full life. No longer will people be considered old at 100 only the curse will die that young in those days people will live in the house they they build and eat the fruit of their own vineyards unlike the past invaders will not take their houses and confiscate their vineyards for my people will live as long as trees and my chosen ones will have time to enjoy their hard-won gains they will not work in vain and their children will not be doomed to misfortune for they are my people blessed by the Lord and their children too will be blessed. I will answer them before they even call to me while they are still ta- talking about their needs. I will go ahead and answer their prayers. He is so good. The wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat hay like a cow, but the snakes will eat dust in those days. No one will be hurt or destroyed on my holy mountain i the lord have spoken okay family it's just a couple more verse a couple more because the lord is speaking okay because this is the year of release in the name of jesus listen it's the real new years okay <laughs> this that real thing let's go to isaiah 56 Blessings for all nations. This is what the Lord says. Be just and fair to all. Do what is right and good. For I am coming soon to rescue you and display my righteousness among you. Blessed are all those who are carefully to do this. Blessed are those who honor my Sabbath day of rest and keep themselves for do- keep themselves from doing wrong. Don't let foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord say, the Lord will never let me be a part of his people. And don't let the eunuch say, I'm dried up with, I'm a dried up tree with no children and no future. For this is what the Lord says. I will bless those eunuchs who keep my Sabbath day holy and who will choose to do what pleases me and commit their lives to me. I will give them within the walls of my house, a memorial and a name far greater than the sons and daughters could give for I, for the name I give them is an everlasting one. It will never disappear. I will also bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord, who serve him and love his name, who worship him and do not desecrate the Sabbath day of rest and who hold fast to my covenant. I will bring them to my holy mountain of Jerusalem and will fill them with joy in my house of prayer. I'll accept their burnt offerings and sacrifices because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations. For the sovereign Lord who brings back the outcasts of Israel says, I will bring others too besides my people Israel. Um, Let's go to Isaiah 55. Listen, we wait, hold on, let's not go to Isaiah 55. Let's go to Isaiah 66, verse 12. Listen, but I might get there and I'll be like up a little higher. Go ahead, verse 12, I said, let me see. This is what the Lord says. I will give Jerusalem a river of peace and prosperity. The wealth of nations will flow to her. Her children will be nursed at her breast carried in her arms and held on her lap hallelujah that is the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous hallelujah that's why you have to store all of your um treasures in heaven hallelujah that's what the lord was talking about you store your treasures in heaven your life is in him in the name of jesus because every he has everything stored up for you and he is about to shower you with the blessings that he has been holding for you in the name of jesus hallelujah i'm telling you people are getting ready to reap harvest in the name of jesus I'm going to keep saying it. The harvest is ripe in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you receive a good harvest in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord has mercy over you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Even the wicked. I pray the Lord has mercy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because they don't know what they do. They don't know what they do. And the last um, one was 43. Oh, yeah, that's this is a banger. 
This is just saying. Let's go to verse 16. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all his chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? Hallelujah. And listen, go ahead and read the rest for yourself. Go in the prayer closet. Go in your war room. Go in the bathroom. Go in the kitchen. Go wherever you got to go. Go in the car. Go around the corner. Do what you got to do. And ask the Lord. Say, Lord, is this the year of release? Hallelujah. Lord, is this your Sabbath year? Hallelujah. What is my sis talking about? Lord, I'm testing a spirit. Tell me what, what is she speaking of? Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And listen, go back and read these scriptures, especially Deuteronomy 15 and Leviticus um, 25 and Deuteronomy 31. Go back and read those specifically in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it's the, the year of release in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hold on really quick, family. Hold on. Um, okay, family, my bad. <laughs> but let's go to Matthew 18. Let's start at verse 21. The parable of the unforgiving debtor. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in the who owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay, so his masters ordered that he be sold along with his wife, his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to follow a ser- to a fellow servant who, hold- who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged him for a little more time. Be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, you evil servant. I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have, shouldn't you have, shouldn't you have showed, oh my goodness, I'm jacking up. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That is what my my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Hallelujah. And you see how. The Lord is forgiven in the name of Jesus. He will forgive. But if you plant seeds of wickedness, you will reap what you sow. In the name of Jesus. What is that? Galatians 5. You see how you even when the land, we when the Lord brings us into our land and we are in the land and we are reaping harvests, we are eating milk and honey. Do not be like the evil servant. Remember what it was like to be in Egypt. Remember what it was like to be a slave. Don't be like the um the the um the uh wicked servant. Don't be like him. Don't do that. You forgive as you have been forgiven in the name of Jesus. No, that's the freedom of Christ, but that's a good one too. Hold on. Galatians 6. We harvest what we plant. Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are truly fooling yourself. You are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work for then you will get the sad the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else for we 
are each responsible for our own conduct. Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what's good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So family, I want to leave y'all with that. Wait, Lord, we're going to get into prayer. Hold on. We're going to get into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you, Father. I entered in your course with thanksgiving and praise this morning, Father. I'm thanking you because you are so worthy. I'm thanking, thanking you for all your promises that you have placed within all of your children. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm thanking you, Father, that we are walking into the year of release in the name of Jesus, Father. I'm thanking you beforehand. Father, because I put my faith on all that you are getting ready to do in your children's life in the name of Jesus. I'm thanking you for releasing your children out of captivity in the name of Jesus. I'm thanking you for for clearing your children's debts, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm just thanking you because you are so worthy, Father. But I'm also praying that you have mercy on the people that came against your children. I'm praying that you have mercy against the people that have touched your anointed and have done your prophets much harm. I'm praying that you have mercy on them, Father, in the name of Jesus, because I know that you are passionate about your children, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father. And I'm praying that we are able to forgive those who have sinned against us, Father, as you have as you have forgiven us for us sinning against you, Lord. So I just thank you, Father, and I just honor you, Lord, and I just praise you because you are worthy. You are Alpha and the Omega, Father. And another thing, Lord, I'm praying that each one of my brothers and sisters, Lord, that they never forget you when they go into the land. I I pray that they glorify you in their land that's filled with milk and honey, Father. I'm praying that praises just come out their mouth, that when people ask them what they did, they give all the glory to you, Father. I just pray that they never forget you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. And I'm binding up any enemy that's going to try to come up against this word, any evildoer, any lying tongue, I sever you at the root. Silence. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we speak in peace over the mind today. And that's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. <laughs> Family, go and thank your father. Because this is the year of release. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And remember, you forgive others as God has forgave you. Remember, do not forget your Lord. When you enter into this land, go read Deuteronomy chapter 8. Go read that. When you enter into this land, hallelujah, flowing with milk and honey. Don't you forget him in the name of Jesus because it's all because of him that you are experiencing this release. Hallelujah. You give glory back to your father because he is doing this so you can glorify him so he can show everyone who he is that he will never leave his children nor forsake his children in the name of Jesus. So you give all the glory to the father. I don't want to treat I don't want to hear you say I did nothing. You see how these celebrities out here be like I'm a self-made millionaire i'm self-made you better not never say you were self-made nothing in the name of jesus you better say you jesus made in the name of jesus that's all i'm gonna say and that's all that has to be said in the name of jesus you better give your father glory go read deuteronomy chapter 8 in the name of jesus family shameless plug at the bottom you already know at within her beauty ministries on instagram you know um within her beauty at gmail.com if you need anything uh within her beauty.com if you want to be a living sacrifice you want to be walking and living the bible for your lord go get some t-shirts three bars at the top hit the catalog 
It's a, like three pages of shirts. Go look, see what you want in the name of Jesus. Listen, if you want to re-sign back up to be a supporter f- for this channel, you can go ahead. It's like zero. You could be a supporter for 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 a month. If you want to do it, if you don't want to do it, I'm going to still bring forth the word because I love you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's say it together. I love y'all, but most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. Bye.